Welcome to me again. Week 18, it gets better. And I had an absolutely fantastic week. I didn't have a bad day in the bunch. I had a lot of very good days where I got to go to Atlanta. I got to do some great podcasting things. And I did a lot of spreadsheet work, which apparently makes for a great week for the old Scotty Mo. And you're going to hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and oh my god, it's all kinds of cold tonight. Winter finally decided to come to Alabama halfway through January, and that's not how things are supposed to go, but it's it's whatever, I guess. Um, so, had a very, very good day again. Um, it was another one of those where it was like in between, it was riding the line between like good, bad, and neutral, and I didn't know which one, and then finally it ended with something good at the end, although... I did have some weird depressive stuff come in at the end. It, I, I honestly think I just get depressed at the end of the day because I'm tired and I just need to go to bed. And so that's why instead of staying at home and working on stuff that could wait till tomorrow, I decided to go home and work. So Or uh, go home and sleep. That just shows how tired I am. <laughs> so I'm like, go home and work? Work, work. That's what I'm supposed to do is work, right? But yeah, normal day. Went to work. Got to do a lot of stuff there. Came home. And uh, now I'm talking to you. So now let's talk about the four pillars of awesomeness. Wow, it is cold today. Daggum! Now, number one, what am I grateful for today? And it's one of the silly ones, but I'm grateful for pickles. Because last week I talked about the fact that since I'm on a diet, I can't really sample anything from the department where I used to go and sample stuff. Well, turns out they have pickles. And pickles are like so low calorie and they are amazing. Like today we tried some spicy garlic ones um, uh, from this company called Sucker Punch. They make really, really good pickles. I didn't expect it because like... I like pickles all right. They're they're good, but I'm obsessed with these pickles, y'all. Like, their original dill are really good. Like, it's just sour enough, and it's not so... Vin- it doesn't remind you of vinegar like some pickle juice does. It's just, like, nice and salty and sour, and I really like it. Like, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I remember coming out, and uh, the person who actually runs the home department just looks at me like, you were back there eating more pickles again, right? And I'm like, how did you know? She's like, I could smell it on you. So yeah, I love pickles. They're very good. And also they help you with hydration, which I didn't realize. Like apparently a lot of like athletes and stuff after working out will eat like pickles or drink pickle juice because of the saltiness. It gives you like electrolytes. Like uh, I, I've even found that uh, what what was it called? It was called like pickle pops, and they're literally like the little frozen popsicles you can get in like the tube, but it's pickle juice. And uh, athletes will have them like after they work out and stuff to replenish electrolytes. So pickles are awesome. They're really really good. Now what did I do today that was awesome? And it's actually the thing that took this day from a. I, I honestly I had this this day rated as a meh day, and this is what took it to a okay yeah today was a good day. And it is the recording session I had with Blake tonight, where all we did was we watched uh, a movie for You Paid For This. We watched Undercover Grandpa, which if you guys aren't on the Patreon and can't listen to that episode of You Paid For This, that's fine. I understand that if you don't have, like, the money. Go watch Undercover Grandpa. It's a good movie. We didn't expect it to be as good of a movie as it was. Uh, But we watched that. We recorded some episodes of JXT. And I don't know, there's just this thing that happen when happens when, like, 
two people have a magic chemistry between one another and like that magic happens because like not every single time me and Blake record magic doesn't happen every single time but tonight that magic that spark was there where me and him were just like on the same wavelength back and forth we were perfect at like passing the ball of energy between one another when he spoke I let him speak when I spoke there was no interruptions it was just really good and I love when that magic happens I love when it's easy because like last week I talked about recording Fight Boys and it was kind of a slog and it was kind of rough. Today it was so easy and it was so simple and things went so perfectly and smoothly and I loved it. And I I need to find a way to make that happen. You know what I mean? Like, cause I, I do as much as I can. I try to think about all the techniques I can to make sure I have a good recording session, but it's almost like life. You can, you can try to control it as much as you want, but you'll still have good times and you'll still have bad times. But man, it was a really, really good time tonight. We, we enjoyed it so much. Like even afterwards, Blake just sighed and was like, I needed that. I needed that tonight. That was a good one. So that's what I did. That's awesome. Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome? And it's the fact that up until that recording session while working at home, I felt very unfocused. I felt very much like, okay, I'm doing me again. Oh, wait, no, let's let's go concentrate on this one thing really quick. Oh, wait, hold on. I want to go try to make this uh, album art for this guy. And bouncing back and forth between things. And I felt very unfocused and very, like, jagged. And I don't know where it came from. Uh, I, I just had, like, a very chaotic energy for a while there, which I know, big surprise, chaotic energy coming from Scotty. But I, I've got no idea where it came from. I don't know if I was just excited or if I was tired from work or what. Because I had had a little bit of a rough day at work, so maybe I was just, like, I, I just didn't want to do things because I felt exhausted. But it, it was weird. It's also because, like... I no longer, or at least for right now, the way I have my schedule set up is I don't put in, like, edit specifically me again or write specifically deviant. Instead, I just put, this is when you edit. This is when you write. This is when you do this. And it's not specific enough. And so my brain's immediately like, okay, we can focus on other stuff, right? It says edit. So even though we're doing me again, we can go in and edit that uh, part of the DDP documentary, right? And I'm like, no, that's not what this time is for. I'm supposed to be doing this. And I just felt really scatterbrained and I didn't like it. And I'm hoping uh, in the future I'm going to find a way to get around it. Because, I mean, I, I told you guys last week, I've come up with like my new schedule of what life is going to be like without it and like separating out uh, the days that I write and create, the separate from the days that I edit, and try to kind of laser focus in on making sure I do what needs to get done when it needs to get done. Because on that one, it's a lot more specific. It tells you, write deviant, edit me again, do this, you know? And now finally, what did I do today to help myself? And like I said, I had a rough day at work. I, I don't know what it was. I, I guess it was because it was a really slow day, and Sundays are al always going to be a slow day, and it's a weird day because you open and close. And so I was in a weird headspace, and, like, I could feel it. Like, even my heart rate, I looked down at my Fitbit, and it was like, yo, homeboy, your heart rate is, like, 100. Your heart rate is racing. And I'm like, why? I'm just standing here. And I realized I was having, like, a little bit of anxiety. So I went to the bathroom, and I realized I have this thing on my Fitbit that I had never, like, really paid attention to before. But it's got something where you can register if you're, like, working out or something to register if you're trying to relax. 
And so I pressed it and it'll actually take you through like a deep breathing exercise on your Fitbit. So I went to the bathroom and I just pressed it and uh, did the deep breathing. And it was like, if it shows sparkles, that means that, you know, you're doing well. And so sparkles come up and I got excited and I got too excited. So my heart rate jumped up and then the sparkles went away and I was like, oh no. But yeah, it takes you through this entire breathing exercise and then afterwards tells you what happened. So like I did this whole exercise and then afterwards it was like your heart rate at the beginning was 97. Afterwards was 91. So it shows how much it relaxed you in that moment and so how much it like helped you because, you know, heart rate is a thing that's given me a lot of anxiety. And if I pay attention to that anxiety, it causes my heart rate to go up. So it's kind of a vicious circle. But today instead I just said, okay, I'm just going to calm down. I'm going to do this little breathing meditation on the app and I'm going to be all good. It helped me a lot. I really do want to get back into meditation. I haven't done it in a very, very long time. I don't think since the start of this show I've done much meditation. And that's one of those things that I feel like I need a lot because my brain is constantly moving and constantly going. Like, there are characters in media that I appeal to. Like, that's why I love The Doctor and Doctor Who. The show's mad, but The Doctor's awesome because, especially like the David Tennant, uh, 10 is my favorite doctor because when he starts speaking, he starts speaking very, very fast and he just tells you everything on his mind and it doesn't matter if you start thinking about something else and he goes off on a tangent and goes to something like that. It doesn't matter. He just spits out everything in his brain at once. And I'm like, oh, that's me. That's how my brain works. It just keeps going. So meditation is something I need to help calm it. So that is uh, what I did to help myself today was meditate a little bit. It was more deep breathing than anything else. But for right now, I'm going to go inside, give me something to eat and get some rest. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Everybody, it's me again, and I had a damn near perfect day. Like, looking back at today, this is what I ideally want in the future for what I want my life to be, with the exception of having to go to my day job eventually. But, like, I woke up, uh, spent a lot of great time with Emily. Me and CJ hung out, and me and him were messing around and, like, having fun and wrestling and stuff like that. And it was just a really good family oriented day, and it ended with me laughing my butt off while recording a load of BS, and I'd love to tell you all about it, but first we gotta get into the four pillars of awesomeness, and number one, what am I grateful for today, and man, family, just spending time with my family, with my mom, with my dad, with with CJ, with Ripley, it's just a really good time no matter what, like, I really do, I have, I don't have a big family, like, uh, on my dad's side I do, but the family, like, I'm really close to is very specific, it is basically my mom, my dad, my kids, and Emily, and that's it, but, I mean, that was by design, that was by picking and choosing, like, people who I knew I had a great rapport with and people who I could back and forth with and make really good jokes with and people who make me smile. And, man, it makes me happy to see my family and, like, having a great day like today where I could spend a lot of time with them before we went to work because it, uh, it was Martin Luther King Day today. So Emily was off work, CJ was out of school, Ripley was a baby, so she was going to be there anyways, but... Man, we got to spend a lot of great time together, and that's what I want in the future. Like, um, like I made my schedule for what it's going to be like every single week, and I put a lot of dedicated time each day into seeing my family. Like, I, I made it specific. Like, I, I feel like working for yourself, you can easily say, like, I'm just going to work a lot. I'm going to go. I don't have to do just 40 hours. I'll go over. I'll work insanely around the clock. And at first... 
That's almost what I wanted to do. I almost wanted to go buck wild and just do a lot of stuff. But instead, I sat down and made that schedule and I said, I'm only going to work eight hours a day at max and I'm going to spend as much time with my family as possible. And it made me really happy to be able to cultivate that kind of family life that I really wanted. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And I already teased it. And it's actually another thing I'm grateful for today. I laughed the hardest I have laughed in an insanely long amount of time today while recording a load of BS. Like, so much so that I think I'm going to have to edit bits of it out because Blake just made a dumb joke about minions and it doubled me over to a point of where my back felt it was... Have you ever laughed so hard that you're in pain? That's where I was at laughter-wise. I was doubled over. At one point, I had to sit down. I was screaming. I was laughing so hard. And man, I am, it's not something, there are people who are proud of being like, oh, I'm a tough laugh. It's hard to get me to laugh. I am not proud of that at all because I love laughing so much and I laugh quite a bit, but I don't laugh hard enough constantly. And man, today I had a very good hard laugh (laughs) and I'm eternally grateful for it. Also, today's episode of A Load of BS was amazing. Like we're slowly realizing, hey, maybe if you record earlier in the night, we won't be tired and we'll be able to make bet. Even Dylan, today we were talking about on Fight like on fight Boys, we don't make as many goofs or jokes as we used to. And Dylan's like, yeah, we record it what's 11 o'clock at night for him. So it's a little bit difficult for him to get in on goofs. And I'm like, okay, we'll try to record earlier then. So that's one thing. And I just feel like we're getting on the same wavelength recently on all of the shows. Like yesterday, me and Blake had that great recording session. Today, we had another amazing recording session where everything flowed. There was never really like a lull. And even the one lull I can think of, I immediately was like, oh, that was weird. Let's turn that into a gag instead of just like letting it linger there. So yeah, man, I laughed way too hard tonight. And it, it was such a good laugh that afterwards I immediately had to go back and rewatch the stream to enjoy the laugh a second time. Like, I, I do that a lot, actually. Like, one of the earliest episodes of Developmentally Unstable, I think it's the one where we make the Jebeduck. If you want to find it, it's called uh, Finding the Hammer Man or something like that. That might be the last time I've laughed that hard, and I still to this day will go back and watch that episode just to enjoy that laughter. Because, man... I love laughing, and today I got to do one of my favorite laughs of all time. It was a very good laugh that I had today. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And it's kind of a carryover from yesterday. This might be the first time in the show's history where something I am grateful for immediately became something that was a bad thing I did that day. But it's the fact that I drank pickle juice because we ran out of pickles at work. And like I said yesterday, I'm just going to eat pickles because it's all I can sample over there. And I forgot to bring a protein shake, so I was starving, so I wanted to have pickles. Ran out of pickles, so I just filled a legitimate, like, coffee cup with pickle juice. And y'all, I didn't realize the horrible gastrointestinal things that pickle juice can do to your body 
but I learned. You go learn today. I learned because I drank it and I was like, this is some damn fine pickle juice. And an hour later, I was on the toilet screaming because, oh my God, it was the worst. Uh, but yeah, I, it was honestly a day where nothing too severe happened as far as things that I did that wasn't awesome. It was a day where, honestly, there were multiple moments where I could have done something that wasn't awesome and thought about it and chose to do something else instead. For instance, the thing I did to help myself today. So today is my papa's birthday. Um, I think he's 84 years old at this point, and they wanted us to go visit him today. And I was like, yeah, maybe, which it's hard for me to, to get me to visit relatives constantly. Like, that is an ongoing struggle I'm sure my family has. Is It's tough to get me to visit relatives, but mom was like, could you please go visit Papa? I went, I'll see what I can do. And honestly, I was trying to come up with excuses. Excuses like, oh, Ripley was sick. Oh, we actually had to go eat. Oh, no, we had to wait to get CJ so we couldn't go. And even then, I was finally like, you know what? Let's go see Papa. And so we did, and it was a great time. Like, sometimes I'm a little hesitant because Papa will get... I mean, he's one of those older people who will, on occasion, go on rants about, like, oh, these are dangerous places. Don't go there. Don't, Don't fly anywhere. Don't do any of this. And he didn't do that. He had a great time, like... I feel like ever since Ripley was born, Papa's kind of like gotten a lot more excited about life and about getting to see his grand great granddaughter constantly, and it makes me happy. Like I remember the first time Papa actually met Ripley, I was I think I was at work, but my mom sent me a video of it, and Papa had like this big bright smile on his face, and I just went like, "Is that my Papa? Is that the man who will grumpily sit in the corner and complain about everything? Is that that him? I have never seen him smile like that before. So it makes me really happy to see him happy. And yeah, that's that was something I did to help myself. I could have easily not done it. But at the same time, it's almost like um, the same argument I make with unhealthy food. You won't get any more joy out of eating five pieces of pizza versus one. One piece of pizza will provide you the... It's diminishing returns, right? But I felt like the exact same thing today. I could have easily not gone to visit Papa, right? But what would have happened instead? I would have just, like, chilled at home and maybe... Like, maybe an argument would have happened. Maybe anything bad could have happened, but instead I chose that. And it became a really, really awesome day. So... That's what I did to help myself today was actually get out of the house and go visit people, which I need to do more. I actually, back in the day, I used to every week make sure to go visit, like, Papa, make sure to go visit my nephews. Um, I even used to help teach at a school, kind of, like I would help teach acting. So I I used to do that a lot, and I used to get out of the house a lot, but now it's a little bit rarer for me. I guess it's because I work from home. But I need to do it more often, and that might be something you guys hear in this segment more than once a week. Who knows? But for now, I'm going to go inside, get some rest, and pray this pickle juice is out of my system. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And dang it, another ding-dang good day we had over here. And it's weird because, like... You know, the other day I had a really good thing happen at the end of the day that ended up making a neutral day good. I almost let something bad at the end of the day turn a good day into a neutral one because it's another pay-per-view week and it's one of the big ones. It's the Royal Rumble, which means that this is kind of a big deal. And so I tried to record matches tonight, tried to make it all perfect and like squeeze on to making something good and it just... 
it stressed me out, man. It stressed me out in a major way. And I guess it's, it goes back to that unpreparedness. Like if I knew exactly what I wanted to do in a match and how I could achieve it, it it wouldn't be a problem. But because it's a weird game where a lot of chaos happens that I can't control, it's a little bit difficult. And because of that, I almost decreed this to be a neutral day. But then I thought about it and thought about, like, all the great things happened today, like spending time with my family, um, which we're going to get into later, and getting to spend time with Emily, like, on our own. And I know eventually this will not be a great, awesome thing. Like, it's eventually going to become the norm. So I just want to celebrate it as what it is every single day as a really good thing that I got to see my family and hang out with them today because it was really great. Uh, I helped CJ play Luigi's Mansion, then we played some Minecraft. Um, yeah, it was just a good one. I, I don't know what else to say, so let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And I know it sounds cheesy, but I'm grateful for you guys. I'm really grateful for each and every one of y'all out there listening, whether you respond or don't, like whether you send me stuff or don't. Like earlier today, dad just came in, who is one of our listeners, my dad. What's up, dad? He came in and was like, oh, I listened to last week's episode. Man, I'm, I'm on the same wavelength as you, buddy. And I, he's going to kick my ass over that impression. But yeah, he was like, yeah talking about all that problems and how you love having good problems and stuff like that. I think the same way, but I consider it more like a video game that I want to win. Like, went off on that. Then we started talking about, like, the spreadsheets I make. I even showed them to them, and it was a really good time. And that's what I like is getting feedback from you guys on, like, what do I do that you guys do? Or what do I don't do that you guys think would help? You know, and kind of go back and forth about you know, what's, what works for you, what doesn't. So I'm really grateful to those of y'all who talk and those of you who don't, just all of you guys are great. Now, what did I do? That's awesome today. And it it was a fast day. So this this is probably going to be a fast, uh, fast recap today because it it was nothing but work and family time. And speaking of that family time, I'm feeling the effects of the yoga and I'm feeling the effects of the eating healthy because I had so much good family energy today. Like I snuck up but I, I snuck up behind CJ just to playfully like pick him up over my uh, pick him up and mess with him and like tickle him. Y'all like he was nothing, like he was a pillow off the ground. I just yeeted this child into the air over my head and I was like, oh, Oh no, I'm getting strong again. Uh-oh, that's not good. And then I got to play with Ripley and like, oh my god, that baby is a dynamo. That baby loves being flung around and played with and it was great. And I don't know, man, I love getting this energy back. This like yesterday I got in the floor for no apparent reason. Like Ripley was down there getting her little tummy time and I'm like, I'm gonna join you and just went down there and I'm like, I would have never done that before I started doing workouts and stuff. But now that I'm back in the yoga and back in the game, I'm just, I'm going to get crazy. I used to like, I don't, is it called swan? I don't think it's called swan. Is it flamingo position? I don't know. It's the yoga position, tree, I think is what it's called. The yoga position where you just stand on one leg and stretch up your other leg to kind of form a right angle. It's, it's a great pose if you can do it. I used to do that all the time. I would just stand like that. But, you know, 
once you're out of practice and you once you lose weight, you can't do that. I used to love doing just weird little athletic feats out of nowhere, like just randomly busting out a burpee in the middle of the day. And now that I'm back in that state, it makes me really, really happy. Um, so that's what I did that's awesome. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And I don't even... I guess it's just something I didn't want to do, and therefore it wasn't awesome. Because it was another one of those days where I couldn't exactly pinpoint something that was really bad that I did. But I really don't like having to be the bad parent. I don't like being the one who has to get on to kids for something. And y'all, it was just because the boy wouldn't stop saying yeet. He just kept saying yeet over and over again. He was just like walking around Minecraft like yeet and didn't do anything. He just said it. And I was raised by my mama that if you say a word, you better know what it means and you better use it properly. If I used a word and I didn't know exactly what that word meant, my mama would bring me the dictionary and be like, look it up. You see how wrong you were? Sit there in your wrongness. So today I was like, CJ, yeet does not mean nothing. If you're going to say yeet, use it properly. Use yeet to mean throwing something. To yeet something is to throw something. So I'm basically now like the millennial version of my mom. Like, look, if you're going to use these words, if you're going to be that kid, you're going to do that, be that kid right. And so he kept saying it on his own, though. And so I legitimately had to punish him and be like, if you keep saying yeet incorrectly, I will take away the control and you won't play Minecraft for the rest of the night. And he wasn't paying attention, and he was not behaving. He kept saying yeet, so I went, give me the controller. What? Why? Because you said yeet wrong. What does yeet mean? To throw? All right, so when you say yeet, what are you going to do? Throw something? Okay, good. So I taught him how to properly use yeet, and it made me so happy because he was just, like, picking up swords in Minecraft and yeeting them across, and I was like, yes! I've taught the boy properly. And it's just one of those things, man, that, like, it's because I have a dad voice. Not currently, not talking to you guys, but, like, when I have to, I can turn it on, all right? If I have to turn on the dad voice, I will, and you won't like it when it happens. So I can turn that on anytime I talk to CJ, and therefore I kind of have to be the enforcer and be like, child, if you're going to say yeet, you use it correctly and and enforce stuff like that. But other than that, the rest of the day was good. Um, I even, I'm very, not concerned, but I'm very trying to be hands-on with CJ's development. Um, So I'm like, you know, he wanted to watch people play YouTube, like videos, play video games on YouTube. And I'm like, No, because I can already see how that's kind of affecting his grammar and affecting the way he speaks. So I went, let's watch this instead. So we watched some King of Random videos and got to kind of educate him on, hey, CJ, what are they doing right now? Oh, they're making a mold. Oh, very good. What are they doing? They're going to pour Jolly Rancher in it. And that's why I like channels like that and like going back farther into our childhoods, like stuff like Bill Nye and um, Beekman's World, where it made science and learning fun. So I'm trying to get him into that. And I'm, I'm hoping it pays off so I can teach him how to yeet properly. <laughs> uh, now, finally, how did I help myself today? And like I said, I don't like being the, the 
punishing parent. I don't know what the proper word for this would be. But I, I don't like that. And it's kind of mentally exhausting. And back in the past, I would just hide. <laughs> I would straight up go in the bedroom and hide and be like, I, I can't do this. I, I, I can literally not put up with it. I will be too exhausted. So instead, I just got in a little bit of rest. I got home before Emily and CJ and the kids did. And I just went in the bedroom, sat down, watched some ASMR and relaxed. And what was weird, and I guess this is the yoga energy paying off, is the fact that usually when I get into an ASMR, like, marathon, I will pass out, fall asleep, and then wake up, like, two hours later. I heard the door open and saw that the family was here, and I immediately, like, turned off my phone and was like, okay, I'm good, ran in there, kissed Emily, grabbed Ripley, picked up CJ over my head. It, it was it was awesome. It was really easy, and I... God, like I said last week, self-help's kind of boring. You know the right thing to do. Like, everyone out there, if you're kind of having bumps on your self-help journey, you know the right thing to do. You start on the outside. You start with the physical. Is there anything working? Like, am, am I too hungry? Am I too angry? Am I too uh, sleepy? And relieve those problems. And once you work on the inside, or the outside, the inside will benefit from it. And I'm slowly learning that because... I mean, it's easy to see. I looked at the spreadsheet, and beforehand, it was kind of just like up and down, up and down, uh, bad days, good days. It's been a solid upward line ever since I started this yoga program. And like I said, I know it's eventually going to level out, but at the end of the day... I'm always going to remember what it was like beforehand. I'm always going to remember like that that week where it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And you know, that inspires you. It inspires you to do the stuff that yeah, working out sucks and uh yeah, it sucks to not be able to eat a pizza all the time, but also sucks to not feel good. And so I'm happy I'm feeling good. I'm happy I'm feeling bright and ready because tomorrow I get to go to Atlanta. And y'all know it's been a while since Scotty had him a good old Atlanta day. And you guys will find out all about that when I see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. And it was another very, very good day. I may have done some things that will result in a bad day tomorrow, but it was a good day today. I woke up, I had to get my license renewed, and that part kind of sucked. It consisted of going to two separate DMVs, learning I had none of the paperwork to get a star license, and then giving up and just getting a normal a normal license, and then driving to Atlanta and having a time at a podcasting meetup. I mean, it was more, I don't know, it, it was very business-focused, and it was a lot more based around podcasters who do stuff like, oh, I do a podcast for my real estate business. And I'm like, yeah, that this ain't me, y'all. Uh, but yeah, it was a very, very good day. And I'll talk a bit more about it when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And I got two things. Um, I'll start with the small one. And the small one is the Glencairn, which is the traditional whiskey sipping and nosing glass. It really helps you get in there, get all them good scents out of a whiskey, 
all the good smells and really enjoy a whiskey for what it is. And the reason I learned about it and learned about why I love it so much is because today I had whiskey out of like a normal rocks glass and it was dookie garbage. I had one of my favorite whiskeys, uh, Red Breast, out of uh, a normal rocks glass. And I was like, no, where, where is it? Where are those lovely shortbread notes that I enjoy so much? What, where, where did they go? Why have they all disappeared? And then I realized, oh, it's because this giant glass isn't collecting the smell for me. It's just shooting it up into the atmosphere. And now the second thing I'm grateful for is the dumbest thing I think I've been grateful for in this show's history. And I've been grateful for pickles. But I am grateful... For every once in a while, having a good, dumb, masculine night. Because, as I've stated before, I do have a lot of feminine energy. I like painting my nails. I like dyeing my hair. I like doing all of that stuff. But there's something about going to, like, a Hooters or a... Uh, specifically, today, I went to a um, to a tilted kilt. And, man, there's just something about being like, I want to... I want to sip my whiskey, eat a big slab of meat, and look at butts. (laughs) Look at butts, and now I'm going to go outside and vape. And, man, it's just a really good time when you're in the mood for it. It's very rare for me to be in the mood for it. It's usually only if I can find a tilted kilt, because I like a tilted kilt outside of all those reasons. I really like the Irish Celtic-inspired, like, look to it. So I like tilted kilt a lot. I will say... The whole, I want to go look at butts and be masculine thing was tested because one girl at Tilted Kilt was just where It was just lingerie. Like, it was not... Because, you know, they're supposed to be, like, in kilts and it looks nice and cute and flirty. And I love that. That's cute and adorable and I love it. This girl was just basically naked And it took me from a place of like, oh yeah, to a place of, oh, did you lose a bet? Are you okay? Are you cold? You know it's cold today, right? I immediately went dad mode of like, why are you dressed like, where is your family? Why are you doing this? But yeah, other than that, it was a very good time at the kilt tonight. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And that is all of the great networking I had at the podcasting event, because well, yes, I didn't particularly enjoy the keynote or any of, like... Like, literally, the panel was four or three older white people and then a white guy who does a podcast about comedy. And not even, like, a funny podcast about comedy. It's an educational podcast about comedy. And if he's listening, love you. You're a fantastic person. I'm sure your show is great, and I'll be sure to check it out. But it wasn't what I was looking for today. I wanted it to be more diverse, but I'm not going to complain. Instead, I want to talk about the fact that I found my tribe. I found my tribe of people there. So, like, during that opening panel with the four people talking, we were just making jokes back and forth about the panel and going back and forth. And it was really good. I wish I could remember the names of the show. I may edit it in after the fact. If uh, future Scotty, while you're listening... Uh, just please edit in the names of these people's shows because they deserve it. They deserve some extra love for their shows because they're like me. They've got, you know, tiny shows that don't have a lot of listenership right now, but they really deserve it. Hey, what's up? It's Future Scotty. Uh, check out Footnoting History, Hot Breath, and the Epic Briefs podcast. Those are the people I hung out with. Those are the people that are really cool. And those are the people that need your love. Check them out. Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome. 
And like I said earlier, it wasn't something that was unawesome in the moment. It was just... Y'all, I had a bad sheet meal tonight. Like, the other day when I had Wendy's, at least it still fit within my caloric intake. It fit my macros. So by the law of my diet, it was fine. Not tonight, y'all. No, I went into that tilted kilt because all I had had today were protein shakes. I had literally had, like, four... 30, uh, 30 gram of protein, protein shakes. And so I was like, I'm starving. I won't have time to make anything when I get home because I'm going to be exhausted. Let's just go to the kilt. I went to the kilt and full on John Lee hookered it up. One scotch, one bourbon, one beer, except it was more one Irish, one bourbon, one massive slab of grilled chicken. Which I will say, that's one thing I did to out myself. Instead of having a burger, I did substitute grilled chicken on there. And it was very good. It was a barbecue chicken sandwich with, like, bacon and so many onion straws. <laughs> and, yeah, I also learned I don't like drinking whiskey while eating. Because I was like, it's barbecue, it's sweet, let's pair it with, like, a nice bourbon. I had an Elijah Craig small batch, which I didn't think I would love as much as I did. But I really, really enjoyed that small batch whiskey. I may, That might be my next purchase whenever I can afford to get whiskey again. But, yeah, I ate unhealthily today in a major way. And it already has affected me, like... Just right now, my resting heart rate, and like, because I don't know, I, I don't know the exact term for what resting heart rate means, but I'm at rest right now, I'm just in a car, it's like 20, it's 20 BPM higher than normal, so I already know it's done something bad to me, and tomorrow, I'm, I'm like, I'm afraid it's gonna mess with the workout, I'm afraid it's gonna like, act up with my depression and stuff like that, and I don't know, man, it's... Like I said, it wasn't bad in the moment. I still had a very fantastic day. I had a fantastic time there at the Tilted Kilt. But like I said in the past, today, like the point of this segment is to say the worst thing I did today. And to me, the worst thing I did was have a bunch of garlic fries covered in Parmesan cheese, a barbecue grilled chicken sandwiches sandwich, and two pieces or two uh, drams of whiskey. So that's what I did that's not awesome. But what did I do to help myself today? And that is the fact that I finished the Rumble pay-per-view. So that's coming out this Sunday. We still have to do commentary on it. But I was originally, I was initially going to do it tonight. I was going to try to get home from Atlanta and do it super late at night. And when the conference itself, not really conference, but when the keynote started to go like 30 minutes over, it made me really excited for the thing I did to help myself, which is I got it all done before I left for Atlanta. So I looked and realized like, oh, I woke up early and dad's got Ripley and I've already got my... I've already got my license renewed. Let's just go get it done. And so I just went home, put my nose to the grindstone, and just started killing it. And it turned out really, really good. I mean, of course, the commentary is going to prove whether it's a good one or a bad one. But it turned out really, really good. And I'm really excited for you guys to see it. But, yeah, that's what I did to help myself today. It was a really good day. I loved meeting those guys up there at that conference. Loved hanging out with Mark, who runs Podcast Atlanta. You could tell that he was a little bit weirded out 
because this wasn't completely Mark's thing. He was just working with it by association. And he's a person who really loves diversity. Like, if he does a panel, he wants to make sure there are people of color up there, people of different uh, different uh, gender identities, people of different, uh, like, everything. He wants full diversity, both in the types of shows they create, the types of people they are. And I think the minute he saw those four most Caucasian people in existence take the stage. He got a little worried. So he was a little bit anxious, but it's okay. I'm I'm sure he's going to bounce back. I can't wait for the next podcast Atlanta meetup. I always love going over to him because it's a party all the time other than tonight where I had to watch a bunch of Caucasian people talk about supporting their shows and supporting uh, making a podcast on the side to support their seven billion dollar business um but yeah for now i am gonna go inside and spend some time with emily because she is all night just been like when are you getting home please get home i miss you so much and so i'm gonna luckily ripley's taking care my mom and dad are taking care of ripley tonight so that means i get cuddle time tonight so i'm gonna go get them cuddles and i will see you guys tomorrow Everybody, it's me again, and I finally had an average day. The streak is broken, unfortunately. Although I do like the fact that I'm now in a place where, like, the way I react to life is a little bit different to where, you know, like, having an average day or a bad day now at this point is like, meh, it's whatever, it's over. Meanwhile, when I had that streak of bad days, I was like, I'm, it's all over, I'm gonna die. <laughs> it's the worst. But now I can react to things a little bit better. So that's very good, but y'all, my brain did a lot of stuff today, which is a, <laughs> it's a very weird way to approach the concept of just, I thought a lot today, but I did a lot of thinking today, because um, other than that, it consisted of almost entirely a lot of writing, a lot of work, which was uh, just the worst, and then coming home and recording a kick-ass episode of Fight Boys, and then doing the first of what is my four pillars of awesomeness, what I'm grateful for. Which is falling down a rabbit hole. And usually I'll do this with like, if I'm making a graphic design or have an idea for like an image. That's usually the way I fall down a rabbit hole. Today I fell down a completely different rabbit hole. And that was the scheduling rabbit hole. Because, uh, so Fight Boys is recording on Thursday now. Because A, it works for our schedules better. And B... Wednesday night is when, like, all the wrestling we want to talk about is. So it sucked to wait, like, literally six days before we could talk about it. So we just did be uh, on Thursdays, which is fine for the most part, other than editing boy here who has to get the episode out by tomorrow. So I just, I looked at my schedule and went, okay, what if I moved... Uh, my entire Thursday to Fridays and then edited Fight Boys during that Friday day in the office. I would move my office hours from Thursday to Friday and do all that. So that started. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute. Now there's a gap on Tuesdays from uh, where we moved to JWF recording. So we moved that. So I'm like, well, what could fill that gap? And then I remembered I could bring back Fun Fiction, which for those of you unfamiliar, Fun Fiction is a show I started in 2016. 17? No, 2018, I believe. 
with my good friend Brenna. It was where we talked about things that we loved, like different TV shows and stuff. Then we re- would read fan fiction about it and write fan fiction about it. And I've thought about bringing it back. It's just kind of a stressful show because, you know, you have to write every single week and you have to research a brand new show like every single week. So we eventually moved it to bi-weekly and then it eventually just went away, mostly because I was like, I have a baby now. I'd rather do that instead. But now that I'm like in this big six months of do what you can to draw, I was like, okay, what if I bring it back? And the new format is going to be, instead of it being we read a fan fiction, it's going to be I bring a guest on and we talk about the show and then we brainstorm what the best fan fiction would be about it and then I write it and then read it on air. And then I'm also going to do like... Since it's bi-weekly, the off week, I will read a fan fiction from what the next episode's going to be. So, like, if I'm going to do an episode on, say, Sailor Moon, the previous week, I'll read a Sailor Moon co- or a Sailor Moon fan fiction to get people prepped for it. So, I decided, okay, I could do that there. But what if, no, what if my guest won't be available to record at that time? So then I thought... Well, let me see if I can do a scheduling app. Because for a while, I thought scheduling apps were kind of like douchey and way too businessy for what I do. And then I was like, well, it, it's not. It's literally just going to show people like, hey, I can do this during these times. When can you do it? And it makes things a lot easier on my end. I was making things way too hard on myself because I wanted to be anarchist and fight the man. When really the man has some good ideas like scheduling apps so then uh, further down in the rabbit hole started a scheduling app and then even further down when I said well what if they don't have a recording setup how can I take care of that so then I downloaded zoom and it just kept getting deeper and deeper like what guests do I want to do what shows do I want to talk about and stuff like that and man the rabbit hole was dug deep tonight and I love falling down rabbit holes because like I said it puts you in a flow state where you just get to focus on these new exciting ideas or bringing back to life an idea that you thought was gone. Because for a while there, I I would tell people, like, it's on hiatus. Meanwhile, in my head, I'm like, it's dead in the water. I'm never bringing it back. But I do want to bring it back. I do really enjoy talking about shows and movies I like and then actually writing stories in those universes. I really think that's one of the best ways to start out as a writer is by doing fan fiction. Because fan fiction... I'm not going to say it's easy, but I am going to say part of your work is done. You already know the rules of the universe you're writing in. You already know the characters. You don't have to try to figure that that out as you write. And so that's why I really like fan fiction is because it helps you kind of figure those things out. Now, what I did today that's awesome is also what I did that's not awesome. And that's write the next episode of Deviant because... It's going to be buck wild when it comes out, and it's going to be amazing because, okay, in in college when we take theatrical classes and I would take, like, script writing classes, they would talk about making things high stakes. And they were essentially like, if you have a choice between uh, two different things, take the thing that's going to be the higher stakes choice. And... Basically, while writing today, I had a choice of, meh, this could go either way. or The choice was something that they could easily get out of or something that completely makes them lose all hope. And I went, oh, I need to do... Firstly, also because it's halfway through the season, which is usually halfway through a story is when you want to do the we've lost all hope moment because then that's when the characters really become who they become. And so I was like, I guess I got to do the... 
they lost all hope thing. And it destroyed me emotionally. Like, it it already destroyed, like, a scene earlier in it. Sorry, it's weird because I don't want to give out spoilers in case any of you are Deviant fans, but I already had to write a scene earlier in it that kind of destroyed me emotionally. And then I made this decision at the end that just wrecked me for the rest of the day, y'all. It destroyed me emotionally. And I guess it's because I wasn't prepared for it. Because I've killed off, like, characters... And I'm not saying someone was killed off. Like, none of the main cast were killed off or anything. But, like, I've killed off characters before and almost had glee of, like, oh, I can't wait to get the tears, the juicy tears when people read this and get to enjoy this great... Like, at the end of the first step, or the uh, second Corp book, one of the main characters gets killed off. And I remember writing that, and it's a very emotional moment... And just grinning ear to ear because I'm like, yeah, here's where I'm going to get them. I'm going to destroy them. And I was fine because I had planned it. But this time I was literally, I I had the low stakes option in mind the entire time. And then at one point I was like, it's hard to describe. Okay, so basically what happens, I'm going to try to say what my original idea was, was they're trying to escape from a ship, the ship shoots a laser, misses them, but hits an asteroid, blows it up, and now there's so much debris that they can't escape. That was my initial idea. But that's hard to describe, that's more of something that would be more easily shown in like a movie or something. So I was like, how do I write this that it still comes off as an epic moment and not them just saying like, oh, I blew up an asteroid, now you can't escape. And then my mind said, oh, what if what eventually actually happened? And I said, oh, I can't do that. That's way too much. That's way too much. And then my brain goes, just do it. It's fine. It's going to definitely bring some stuff out. And I went, okay, fine. I'm going to pull the trigger on it. And then for the rest of the day, it ruined me because like, now I have to think about the next episode and how all of these characters are going to react to what happened at the end of at the end of episode five, and I'm like, oh god, it's destroying me internally, having to focus on. And so it's it's weird. Like I love writing, and I lo- I love the fact that it made me emotional because that makes me know that it's going to make you guys emotional too when you listen to it and, and know the contact co- context and everything. But at the same time, I was like wrecked for a good so- like there was a moment at work. Where I was supposed to be, we're, we're about to do inventory, so I was putting up DNI stickers. I legitimately had to sit down in the stock room and, like, not fully, I didn't cry, no tears were shed, but I just had to take a breath of, like, oh my god, that really happened. I can't believe it, and literally sit there and almost cry. So it was a good thing because it's going to be really great, but it was a bad thing because it really messed up my day. So that was weird. Now, what did I do today to help myself? And that is I budgeted a lot more than I thought I had to because, like, you you know, I had made my budget for six months and to see how long I could go before that tax return runs out. Turns out I can go a lot longer than that. If I just adjust my credit card payments, make a take, pay a little bit less a month or do a little bit less here, a little bit less there and stuff like that. And I, I realized by the end of it, I was like, oh, oh, my God, I have so much more money left over. In fact, one of the things that I figured out is the fact that Blake really he won't say it because Blake is not a boy who eagerly says things out loud. But I feel like he really wants to go to Star Wars land at Disney World. 
but we can't afford it. It's just not in our budget. I was originally going to be the one paying for Disney tickets, and I can't anymore. And uh, I was actually going to be paying for a lot, and I'm not anymore, which is causing them to kind of go in a spiral of like, okay, how do we do this? Um, but today with my budget, I was like, hey, bud, if you want, I can pay for not a full Disney ticket for myself, but I can pay for the majority of it if you can take care of the rest. And uh, it was after he had went to sleep, so I'm still waiting to hear on his uh, his response to it. But it makes me excited because there's so much more that I can do than I thought I could do, you know? Like, like I said, I was still able to do Disney World. I was still able to do Disneyland and go to L.A., um, I'm still going to be able to do Dragon Con, and it just constantly astounds me of like, oh, wow, I I have a lot more money than I thought I did, and I can take care of a lot more than I thought I could. So that made me feel really, really good. That was a good way to kind of cap off the night and make me feel a little bit better about the way about the way this next six months are going. Like, I'm not going to be eating grilled, like, a piece of cheese on toast. I'm actually going to be thriving, not just surviving, and that makes me excited, but... I'm really, I'm so happy with the way this episode of Deviant turned out. I, I know I'm going back to that, but like, it, it was a neutral day overall, just because I feel like the bad emotions that came from Deviant kind of like equalized out the good things, but my brain did good thoughts today. That makes me really excited to see where they go and hopefully get to revive a show that I feel like really was getting its legs underneath it when I had to cancel it. So that makes me excited, and I'm going to now go inside, get some rest, and get ready to go kick some ass tomorrow and spend some time with Emily. We're going to go shopping. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again, and we're back to having good days. It was another good day. It... it Part of me is really happy because my life is going great right now and I'm having some great days and I'm, I don't like it for two reasons. One, I'm scared because I'm scared of the crash. I'm scared of it getting bad. And two, I'm, I'm like, this is a show about me helping myself and I guess it's good to see that it pays off, but also like, where's the drama? Where's the excitement? Where's what I can tell you guys about? But yeah, I, I can't help it. I'm just having good days lately. Turns out when you do good things for yourself, it it pays off in dividends. Um, and it was also because I didn't do any work today. The only work that I ended up doing wasn't even relevant to actual work, or at least not work for right now. So that was a little bit weird. But uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness and number one, well, dang it, I want to talk about my day more, because, like, woke up, had some fun with Ripley, um, I can't believe I forgot this, this is how good of a day it is that I forgot this, the poor baby did fall out of her chair at one point while I was doing yoga, I was doing yoga, and then I just heard, like, boom, and I looked up, and she was on the floor, it wasn't, like, a big drop, it was probably, like, maybe six inches of a drop, but still, it, it, as a parent, I was like, no, the baby fell, and she was upset for a few, so that sucked, so that was one of the things I did that wasn't awesome today, but I did that, we hung out, we watched uh, the first Kingsman movie after watching the second one, 
uh, last week, which was a little bit weird, but it, it was a really good time. I even got to chat with the uh, Two Dorks crew about the Kingsman movie and us just gushing about everything, like the church scene and our favorite parts from each movie and stuff like that. And then me and Emily went out shopping and just had a really good day. So now let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what I am, what am I, what I am grateful for today. <laughs> what I'm grateful for today is, um, it's I don't know the best way to describe this, but uh, appliances that make things very convenient because. I'm a man who works a lot. Now it sounds like an ad for something. As a busy man on the go, HelloFresh. No, I'm, I'm kidding. But hey, HelloFresh, hit me up if you need a sick sponsor deal. Um, yeah, as a guy who does a lot of work, it's a struggle for me to, you know, want to cook or want to make a shot. Like, I love that espresso machine we got. I barely make espresso anymore because of just how much of an ordeal it is. I, I like things that make things convenient, which is why I'm really excited. Uh, Emily gave me a Keurig today. Actually, her story that she's going to tell her people at work is that I stole the Keurig from her because, because... Well, the story is a family relative of Emily bought her a Keurig for no apparent reason, even though Emily was like, I don't want it. Do not give me a Keurig. But she got a Keurig anyway. And so then she was like, what do I do with this? And she was going to give it to the people at work. And then today I was like, what if I just put it in my office? And then the office becomes more like an office. Like, I'm taking baby steps towards making my office look like, you know, the place where I do business and less like, oh, Scotty lived here his entire life. And the Keurig really steps it up a notch. And just being able to chill out and make coffee super quickly is awesome. Like, I, I hadn't been a big fan of coffee in my previous life, but I'm just slowly learning to love it over this past year or so. So having something that just makes, whether that be like a quick meal or a quick cup of coffee, having something that makes that really easy and convenient, that's what I'm really grateful for today because it gives me more time to do work. Um, but what am I, what did I do today that's awesome? And like I said earlier, me and Emily went shopping and we went to a thrift store and then like a Belk. So it wasn't like we spent a lot of money on anything. We, I think overall we got a massive haul of clothes for like $200. So that's between a Belk, a thrift store, um, where we ended up with massive hauls of clothing uh, I got this awesome denim jacket. It is gorgeous. It's really light, and I didn't think a light-colored denim jacket would look good on me, but oh my god, it does. Um, it's going to be a struggle for me not to wear it my entire life. I really love it. Uh, I got me one of those. I got me some new pants. I got this really dope, like, deep purple leather jacket, and it looks sick, y'all. It looks really, really good. Because, you know, the last time we went out shopping, me and Emily, that was in, like, going to thrift stores and stuff like that to get buy clothing, which is something I rarely do is go out to buy clothing. It was for work. So it was, like, suits and fancy jackets and stuff like that. But today I was like, oh, I can just shop for me and try to figure out, like, what my aesthetic is and what my deal is. And... Y'all, I came up with some really toy-looking outfits. I also bought a Hawaiian shirt, just if I ever wanted Guy Fieri up for a day. But it was a really great time, and, like, it, me and Emily were talking back and forth. Like, we kept coming up with different things we wanted to buy, different reasons to buy stuff. We had, we got impulse buys. Like, I bought this really cool 
uh, it's like you dig for gold thing. Like you dig for gold and like you're a little pirate. And so I got that for me and CJ to do tomorrow and that's going to be really fun. And it was just a great time out shopping. I love going to those discount stores and those thrift stores because you end up le- looking like you spent $5 billion. But really, it was only like 200 And that's counting like when we went out uh, getting groceries and stuff like that. But yeah, really great time. I love shopping despite the fact that we can't do it. We especially can't do it in these next like six months. But man, I just, I, I really liked it. It was a good time. And I, here's the thing, this is what I was grateful for yesterday, and once again, it's come back to bite me in the butt, because I fell down a rabbit hole again today, and that's actually what I did that wasn't awesome, and it's the fact that, um, in the past I've talked about making, like, uh, basically trying to figure out how much do I pay everybody for, you know, podcasting. Basically, how do I divvy up the Patreon money? How do I divvy up uh, sponsor money whenever a sponsor comes? Hello, Fresh. Um, and so I decided to make a little spreadsheet. And originally, I did what I've done in the past, which is just say, like, okay, if you record a 30-minute podcast, you get one X. And X is, like, a defined number based on some arbitrary thing I came up with. And then I realized, like, my the network I always look up to is the Max Fun Network. That's what my brother, my brother, and me, the Adventure Zone, the Flophouse, they're all on that. And their big deal is that when you donate to them, you actually can pick. You can specify, like, oh, I only want my money supporting the Adventure Zone. I only want my money supporting my brother, my brother, and me. And so I realized, like, that's the way I need to do it. And so then I spent, like, a solid two and a half hours in Google Sheets coming up with this massive spreadsheet with all of these different formulas based around like, okay, this is, uh, if this person works this amount of time, they deserve this percentage of the total that's going to this podcast, uh, which would be found by doing this formula. It, it was it was mind-boggling. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever done in a spreadsheet, but it ended up looking good. And the reason, and it was fun. I loved doing it. I loved solving all these problems and basically doing math for a very long time. It was really great. The only problem is the fact that we were supposed to record the Regal Rumble, the big pay-per-view for JWF that's supposed to come out Sunday. We were supposed to record it tonight. And Blake got home and I was like, it was already late. It was like 10.30. And the show's going to be an hour and 30 minutes. So I already knew I was in for an ordeal. And I looked and I was like, oh, I'm so deep in the rabbit hole, I can't get out. And I, I, I looked at Blake like, give me like 15 minutes to see if I can finish. 15 minutes went by, still was like knee deep in formulas. And so I was like, can we put it off till tomorrow? And it's not the end of the world. It's not a bad thing that I pushed it off. At the end, at the end of the day, it helped me figure out like how I want to approach divvying up the money and how do I want to approach giving people what they've earned or at least what the patrons say they've earned. And and I appreciate that. But also, it's just a really weird feeling, you know, just being like, oh no, I'm moving this to tomorrow, which means I have to wake up really early on Sunday. Basically, current Scotty screwed future Scotty because he wanted to make a cool spreadsheet. And that's what I did that wasn't awesome. Because, yeah, falling down rabbit holes are fun sometimes. 
unless you actually have something to do. And if that gets in the way, that's when it becomes a problem. So, yeah, I fell down a rabbit hole. It sucked, but I'm back and it's okay. Now, what did I do to help myself today? And it's the fact that I don't even think it was an addictive impulse. It was just the impulse of like, I think I want to drink whiskey tonight. And then I didn't. I just straight up didn't because like in my calendar that I said, I was like, Fridays and Saturdays, those are going to be dry days. Those are going to be days you don't drink whiskey. And so because of that, I upheld it. I didn't drink any whiskey. I, I sa- not sampled really, but basically I had to taste my um, one of my whiskeys that I'm aging right now and realize that it's turning out real bad. Like it tasted, it didn't taste terrible. It was just a matter of I think it's because the cork was loose on the actual cask itself. It started to taste like watery, almost like we had lost some alcohol from evaporation. So then I decided, I'm slowly realizing, like, I'm having more fun playing with whiskey than reviewing whiskey. I do love reviewing whiskey, at least whiskeys I like. But that's, like, only half of my collection. I got 15 bottles up there, y'all, or 11 now after I tell you guys what I did. Uh, But I got 15 bottles, and I only really love sipping about seven or eight of them. The rest, I'm just kind of like, those are there for the rabble-rousers if they want to taste. If me and Mom want to do a tasting, I'll throw that out. But um, So I've realized I like having more fun than actually tasting because I don't have that many things I'd like to taste because the good stuff I want to only do weekly, Like so I can't have it every day. In, anyways, I'm rambling. So uh, I decided tonight to take the nasty cask and put it in my new cask I got for my birthday and mix it with more moonshine because this cask actually has a well-sealed cork so it wouldn't let anything evaporate out of it. I'm really excited to basic... I named it the Phoenix prematurely to see if I can take this dead, nasty whiskey and raise it from the ashes and make something great. So I did that and then I realized, oh, I have an empty cask. And then I just took all the whiskey I don't like that much and I poured it in there with like, um, and I think I added some Woodford Reserve, which I really do like Woodford Reserve. But other than that, I was like, ah, Evan Williams bottom bond, that's okay, pour that in there. I just started pouring random whiskeys in there. So I've built, I already have an infinity bottle, which is basically a bottle with a small pour of all of your whiskeys. I've got one of those. Now I've kind of got like almost like an infinity cask where I just keep pouring in the worst of the worst and seeing if the aging process in that cask can make it better because I've got some, I had some stinkers. So I poured it in a cask and I'm hoping the aging process is going to make it better. For the people out there that don't care about whiskey, I'm sorry. I, I like the other day, Emily told me she listened to the show and I was really excited. I was like, yeah, awesome. What'd you think? She goes, you talk about whiskey a lot. And I'm like, sorry, just trust it's going to be a fa- I. I already know it's going to be a phase, and that sucks. That sucks to know. I mean, I guess it's forced to be a phase because I can't afford to buy any more bottles, really. But, like, I I think it's a phase, but something I'm still going to enjoy. So, like, I I mean, I don't watch uh, Community anymore. And you guys know I loved Community. I binged that. I can't finish it. Like, I'm in season six, and so much, like, drama has happened behind the scenes, and so many people have left, and new people have come in that I'm like, I just can't do it anymore. So I'll still be able to appreciate it, and I'll still be able to love it, and I'll still be able to talk about it. 
I'm just not as obsessed as I used to be, and I feel like that's what's going to happen with whiskey. So for those of you who are tired of whiskey talk, just stick it out. In like two weeks, I'll be talking about something new. Like, hey guys, I ate fire again. Uh, But for now, I'm going to go inside, get some rest for a big work day, because I work literally the next six days, and that's going to suck. Which, uh, I guess that does mean this is my last ever off day from work. Which is weird. My last ever off day from that terrible place. So I'm going to go inside and get some rest. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. And it was... It was a day. It, it was kind of just straight up average. I, I wish I could tell you guys other stuff, but that's that's really, it was just like an average day. Woke up, went to work, came home, recorded with Blake, and now I'm here talking to you guys. And now it's time to get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Uh, sorry, I'm actually recording this in the studio and not in the car, and it is the weirdest sensation in the world to me. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? I'm not not avoiding speed bumps. How do I do this show? Um, But yeah, four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, it sounds weird, but I'm grateful for the fact that I stayed up super late the past two days working on random crap because tonight, when I actually did need to stay up and work on a lot of stuff, it really helped me keep going. So that made me really excited. Um, I'm also grateful for the fact that I had, like, not a not a lackluster day, but, you know, a day where not a lot of stuff happened. And I'm grateful for that because I've already edited the first parts of this week's episode, and I realized, I talked a lot this week, y'all! How you let me do that? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it's the fact that I had a really, really good week, but even still, y'all, I talked a lot. So, uh, now, what did I do today that's awesome? And I don't know... It sounds weird, but I started hydroxy cut today, which I know is kind of like some people like it, some people don't. I like it because it's essentially like a little caffeine shot of caffeine that I don't have to like drink coffee or anything to get. So I took some hydroxy cut today mixed with my mushrooms and like it just it puts me on another level of like excitement and of my brain going and of focusing and trying to really get things done um which I really needed today so that's what I did today that was awesome it really gave me a lot of energy while I was at work to run around and do a lot of fun stuff I actually also bought a new laptop bag I managed to find a laptop bag for nine dollars it was originally 90 and we had marked it down that much and she found it and was like aren't you going to LA? Yeah, you need this. And then just handed it to me and I'm like, oh, awesome. So that's what I did that's awesome today. Man, I'm I'm blazing through this. Um, Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome? And it's more of something that I did last night that kind of continued into this morning, but it happened after I was done recording, so I'm going to still count it. But I got really weirdly critical for no apparent reason of Emily because when I get home, it's two in the morning usually, so Emily's asleep, right? And if the baby's acting up, Emily will just kind of, she's a very grumpy person. She's a bear. If you poke the bear and wake her up, she's upset. So baby's crying. She wakes up. 
kid to hold the baby while I go to the bathroom. And I'm like, okay. So I hold the baby. She comes back in and just falls asleep. And now I've got the baby laying on me. I already have no room in the bed. And now I'm like, okay, maybe if I can try to get her to sleep in the crib. And I'm just trying to figure out all these puzzles. And just instead of keeping my calm and just saying like, okay, I'll figure this out. I'll ask her to hold the baby for a few, or I can try to scooch forward. Instead, I just got real critical of like, okay, yeah, I see you. When when I don't give you room in the bed, you you complain and then you move to the other side of the bed. But when I do it, when you do it to me, it's fine. Like it, it was my brain doing BS to try to justify the fact that I was uncomfortable. And instead of doing something about being uncomfortable, I just decided to complain, which is not the way to do things. If something's making you upset, don't complain about it. Actively attempt to change it. If it's out of your control, I understand. Complain about it all you want. But if it's in your control, try and fix it. And I didn't in that moment. Instead, I was just decided to be a little grumpy. But And that continued into this morning when I woke up and, like, I was exhausted because I had gotten very little sleep the night before. And so I finally was just texting Emily, like, Get the baby so I can sleep, please. And so then she got the baby, and then I ended up having to go to work. I didn't get to spend a lot of time with her, and it's her birthday weekend, which I don't know. She told me she didn't care about her birthday, but it's starting to seem like she does. (laughs) Because the other day when we were out, she's just like, I want to spend time with you because it's my birthday. I want cake because it's my birthday. And I'm like, didn't you say you didn't care about your birthday two weeks ago? But that's all hither or thither. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to keep this one short because I already know this is a long episode. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And I've already teased it a little bit, and it's the reason why I'm up at 2 in the morning doing this. Um, I helped myself by doing all of my Sunday work today. Because tomorrow is the Royal Rumble for WWE, which is one of my favorite pay-per-views of the entire year. It's one of my favorite shows. Like, it gets my heart racing. It gets me exciting because you never know what's going to happen next. The past few years, what happens next is a disappointment. But that doesn't matter. I still constantly get excited for the Royal Rumble and I wanted to watch it. So, decided to do all of my work tonight and it really helped and also I got it done a lot faster than I thought I could because I had to edit me again I had to edit the Royal Rumble or Regal Rumble I'm sorry record the Regal Rumble and I thought that would take me till like 4 in the morning it's 2 a.m. and after I get done with this me again will be done everything's gonna be done and I'm gonna be good so good on me I did it. I made it through my last boring work day. My last boring work day on a Saturday. I'm very excited. Now I'm just counting it down, y'all. Even on, like, the cork board at work. Not everybody knows I'm leaving yet, but I put, like, a four, a a number four next to my name. And just without anybody knowing, and then each day I'm going to be like, three, two, one, and then that's my last day of work. Because I'm a pro wrestling fan, which means I have to do things weird and confusing. Um, But for now, I'm actually going to finish editing this episode and then drive home, and I will see you guys next week. Tomorrow. Whatever. So there it is, an absolutely fantastic week. I, I Like I said... I love that I'm having a great time, and I love that I'm having a very great life, but also I'm like, 
oh no, the self-help content's drying up because I'm doing so great. But then I end up still messing up, and we just pick ourselves up after we mess up and move on. Also, um, I love the fact that my little happiness spreadsheet where I track if I have good days or bad days exists because, you know, Wednesday I went out and went to the Tilted Kilt and I drank and basically did everything wrong. The very next day wasn't a bad day, but it was an average day. And it was like the one average day I had this week other than Saturday. So I was like, oh, yeah, there is like almost a direct correlation. So that's really interesting. But for now... I just want to tell you guys, thank you for checking out this week's episode, and if you want to support the show, make sure to go to patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's where you can donate to the entire BS network. You get access to exclusive shows like me also, our sister show. In a week or so, an episode's going to come out about my routine, about my daily routines, what I like to go through, and how I get myself ready to be me again. So check that out, and then if you would fill out the survey... Because now we're nerds and have surveys. But if you fill out the survey, it'll ask you what shows you want to support. So if you're a fan of Just Me Again, click Me Again, and then I will get all your money. If you want to support Me Again and Fight Boys, click those. Whatever you want to do, it means the world to us. Or pick up some Me Again merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Most importantly than anything else, just leave us a review on iTunes. Tell us how much you're enjoying the show. Leave us those five stars you we crave. And at the end of the day, just... Just make sure to tell a friend who needs some self-help or needs to listen to a man go crazy to check out me again. But of course, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again.